0: This is the Tribune Audio Network. This is the Backstory Podcast. I'm Larry Podash. On this show, we uncover the backstory behind some of the most intriguing tales in history, culture, science, and religion. Researching your family tree can help you understand where you've come from, but it's just a chart full of names. What about the faces that go along with those names? They can be hard to find. One man's mission is to bring people closer to their ancestors. Joe Bott has more family photos than anyone. Their faces watch over him as he scans old photos into his website. But these people aren't his ancestors. His family photos are an archive of strangers.
1: Somebody's going to go find them, and they're going to go, oh, wow, here's a a relative that I didn't know I had, or here's a relative I knew I had, and I never saw their face. And it's a great feeling.
0: He hopes the descendants of the person in the photo will discover it. But sometimes before that can happen, someone needs to identify the faces. Often they're anonymous until someone can help decipher clues, a date, a detail written on the back, a sign, or landmark that identifies the location.
1: It's a kick. <laughs> you
0: know. It's because these people are trying to make sense of their life? Is that yeah. part of the equation? Right,
1: that's too that's very true. Mm-hmm. They wanna build they wanna build just like a house. They wanna put the planks together and see how they fit.
0: The backstory starts in 1965. Joe is 19 and in the Navy. During a rainstorm in Newport, Rhode Island, he ducks into an antique shop and something captivates him.
1: Something happened. I don't know what it was, you know, some kind of epiphany, but it was an epiphany because there was just, I had never, never seen anything like that. They were people, they had died, and they're in this book. And they're still alive in this book. This is the picture.
0: He buys photos at antique shops, flea markets, yard sales, and eBay. In two decades, he's helped 3,000 strangers from the present connect with strangers from the past. He's sent 600 photos back to their rightful place, their descendants.
1: That is really fun.
0: What is the reaction you've gotten from people? I've
1: got people crying i got people saying that they don't know what to say it's an emotional event
0: does the passion come from your appreciation of the art form or is it like this virtual trip to the past what is it emotionally that
1: the trip to the past yeah it's it's not an art thing it's but it is art in a sense but i don't i don't hang on art i hang on passion
0: come on down How passionate? There's two albums. He has nearly 30,000 photos in his archive, many still waiting to be scanned.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's in here somewhere.
0: One album arrives in his mailbox with no return address. He determines it's the Godfrey family from Hampton, New Hampshire. And what is the year on those?
1: 1850.
0: He's a sea captain.
1: Yes, that's the whole family. One of the sons was in the Civil War. He didn't get chance to be in this picture.
0: But Joe can't find any Godfrey's left in Hampton, New Hampshire. So someone wants to cross-reference and they throw a first name in, that'll pop up?
1: Yes. Okay. That's right. Now there are some strange names on here. (laughs) There's a guy named Orange Lemon. (laughs) Can you imagine? That's great.
0: It's not just a catalog of faces, but also stories. He doesn't always know the plots or the complete family backstory, But for a moment, he feels connected by their gaze. There's more than just a picture.
1: You gotta look at their eyes. You gotta look at what they're doing.
0: Here we go. I asked him to take a look at an album I recently obtained from my cousin. I think this is a picture of my grandfather, but I'm not 100%. I know he had some brothers who kind of look like him. It's been described as my grandfather's high school yearbook. But it's really more like a scrapbook. There are some amazing images, but I can't identify most of these people. Look, they have a blanket spread out and they're having a picnic. Yes, And they're all dressed up. That is like such a bygone era, right? I upload a few photos with the clues that I have. It's either from Halifax, Nova Scotia, or from the Boston area. And it's the early 1920s. So far, no new information on identities. That's what Joe calls a brick wall. And he has one of his
1: own as he tries to find long lost relatives. I'm looking for my grandmother on my father's side. Her name was Marie Bott, or Mary. She'll show up one day, she'll be there. There's 11,400 and some photos in this room.
0: You got a lot of work to catch up on. I do. (laughs) 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 Like a photoarchaeologist, he tries to bring the past to life, to animate the names and dates of a family tree, so we can finally meet our ancestors, or just look into their eyes again. What's the name of Joe's site? That has its own little backstory. As Joe was trying to come up with a name for his site, a photo he ordered from eBay arrived in the mail. A ruler he admires. King Frederick III of Germany, who died a year after taking the throne. He's depicted in his coffin. It inspires Joe to name his site DeadFred.com. He helps you upload a photo or find a long lost relative. Thanks for listening to Backstory. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute to subscribe to our podcast or leave a review. To watch our full coverage of this story and see some that didn't make it to the podcast, visit us online at wgntv.com slash Backstory. This has been a production of the Tribune Audio Network.